What's up, you'll hear it. Hey, this is Bob Deboo, the host of the Upright Citizens podcast. Got a question for you. How would you like to get inside the mind of one of the most recorded musicians of all time? Well, here's your chance. The legendary bassist Ron Carter will join the Open Studio community on June 14th for an exclusive one-time-only live mentor session. You don't want to miss this. To learn the secrets to the maestro's iconic sound, gain insights to his unique musical mind in real time, pick his brain on his illustrious career, and get answers that'll propel your music to new heights. Join today and unlock your free 14-day trial at openstudiojazz.com. Then you'll be able to not only join the maestro in this exclusive conversation, but dig into his brilliant course, Blueprint for Jazz Bass, and so much more. So sign up now. Peace. I'm Peter Martin. And I'm Adam Annis. Welcome to the You'll Hear It podcast. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about what You'll Hear It actually means. You mean like the meaning of this podcast in the greater sense of podcasts and culture in general? I just meant what the phrase means, actually. But we can, we can get deep, too. How Sorry. long we no, got? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like we're enough of an institution now that it's both a phrase <laughs> and a name. <laughs> well, we're getting pretty, pretty proud of ourselves. That's right. Here, aren't we? <laughs> um, but actually, you know, we came up with this title or applying it to this podcast um, kind of by accident, sort of like everything we're doing on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually a very, uh, I think, a, a very unique and deep phrase that's thrown around, um, I guess, is it only jazz musicians? I'm trying to think if I've heard it beyond jazz music. I assume that other musicians must use this phrase all the yeah. time. You know, things like bluegrass music or country music. Yeah. P- place, people, places where, and, and styles of music where people do pickup gigs, you know, like right. folk music and Irish music. Yep. You know, the, the phrase you'll hear it is often used on the bandstand in, in context of, hey, let's try this tune. And the piano player says, oh, I don't, I don't know that tune. And then the person who called the tune says, you'll hear it. And what they mean is, we're going to play it. And you should be able to hear what's going to happen and anticipate a little bit. Follow the bass player, figure it out. And hopefully by the end, you've got the song. Right, right. Yeah, yeah and I'm just thinking, too, I guess a lot of times... Um, Unless it's sort of an adversarial bandstand situation, it's often preceded by, don't worry, you'll hear it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not necessarily a negative thing in terms of, oh, you'll hear it, and then that's a challenge. Yeah. It's more of a, um, it's, we're going to lay it out in a simple enough way that you'll hear it, or you're such a great player that you'll hear it. Or some combination, maybe. Yeah, and sometimes it's not even about a whole tune. Sometimes it's like, hey, I do this thing on the bridge. Don't worry, you'll hear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have this substitution I like to use. Or, or, hey, we do this. We usually put this tag on the end. Don't worry, you'll hear it. Yeah. You know, it's a very common way to uh, express that maybe something's going to happen that you don't know about. Yeah. But we're going to make it clear. Hopefully, you'll get it. And, you know. Yeah, and I think it's a little bit of a kind of a call or signal to talking about or communicating something 
within the music, amongst the musicians, and then hopefully even to the audience, in really just a musical way. It's almost like, you know, sometimes we'll say, oh, we're going to go to the D, D half diminished, but before the G, we're going to go, and then just like, oh, you know what, don't worry about it, you'll hear it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost like, we, we can, I'm going to show it to you, but I'm going to show it to you in the music, where it's a lot easier to describe with the sound of the music as opposed to with words. That's right. And you know, jazz traditionally is passed down um, you know, from musician to musician, it hasn't really been passed down with written music as much. Right. It certainly has, you know, in certain situations, but in general, it's passed down on the on the bandstand, on the jam session, in the right. practice rooms, you know, at at house parties, and so this you'll hear it at the brothels. In the brothels, right. that's, what the, that's what the books say. Dude, I, we've all no, but uh, but you, this idea of 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 you know an oral tradition of you'll hear it, I think yeah. is, is part of this music and part of probably many uh, different types of folk music, American or otherwise. Absolutely. And I mean, I think it's, you know, we, we, we know the, the origins. We, we don't know the exact origins of jazz, but we know the elements that went into producing this creative music and the blues and the blues tradition, which is a little bit more understood in a way because there's a little bit more history there and, you know, geography of where it can be traced to and, and the different elements that went into the blues form. But that having such a big foundation of what jazz is and what it became and what this music is, I think that uh, the, the is it oral or oral tradition? Oral. Because it's both kind of like you're saying it, yeah, but, it's, but you're, you're also... you're hearing it, you're But you're hearing it, yeah. it. Like that tradition within the blues being so strong as and there being much less written documentation of the music. Totally. Whereas with jazz, you've kind of like, that's one element, but it's a big element. And then you have the classical element with the instruments and with the written music kind of coming together. But the you'll hear it was always kind of a little bit of a like, okay, we're going to go with sort of the blues foundation and be like, you'll hear it. We're not going to worry about exactly how it's documented. We're going to have a, yeah. a precision with our language and how it's expressed to the audience, but it's not going to be based upon what it looks like. It's going to be based on what it sounds like. You know what I was just thinking about with this too, with the you'll hear it attitude and, and with this thing of being passed down is that this can happen in, in a music like jazz because there's room for it. It's a conversation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like classical music where if I miss this entrance, the whole thing folds under it. Yeah. You know, there's room for me to step back yep. and try to hear what's happening and then yep. try to, you know, express myself in that. Yep. I don't think that happens in, in, you know, it certainly couldn't happen in modern pop music or anything that way. So it's like you go to a recording session and be like, oh, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. No, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> right. Well, sometimes they have a problem because they can't read the music and they can't hear it. Oh, that's Sorry, sad. I got a little dark. Oh, there. that was a little, yeah. <laughs> a little dark. No, Jazz but police. I, <laughs> but I think, um, yeah, I think maybe yeah, a way to think about it too is like, you know, if you have a great basketball coach and he's drawing up this great play and showing it to, you know, they have the little board with the, with the marker on it. But at a certain point in the practice, you know, it's preferable to say, okay, let's go see how it actually looks. Yeah. So like basketball, it's like, okay, you're going to see the flow of how the play goes, how the players are moving, how the defense is reacting, as opposed to just talking about it or seeing a, a diagram of it. And with the music, yeah, we can document it in certain ways on the written page, but you'll hear it is basically the manifestation of how we want to execute on our performance. Yeah, it's so great. And it's, it's so apropos about basketball and about what you, your example of the blues or whatever, because famously, you know, many expressions in jazz can't be notated yeah. or written down. Right. So sometimes you'll just have to hear it. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. Well, okay. You know what? This is all part of the podcast. We have to describe what happened there. Because so that was a, more of a you'll see it, right? Yeah, Peter uh, just almost knocked down one of our little uh, 
uh, baffles, sound baffles here. Now, we, to call it little, it's about double my size. Yeah, it I'm, is, I'm it about 5'6", so this is a big thing here. Well, anyway, <laughs> you almost all just heard that, but thank goodness that he yeah, didn't. Yeah, it, uh, it was a good save. He didn't just But die. I would say, too, you know, for that, I'm just thinking about, you know, in terms of the arts with, with um, paintings and visual arts, you know, that's almost like, a, I wonder if they say, you'll see it. You know, like you can describe a color or a shape yeah. or, or have it, but ultimately you'll see it. Totally. I wonder I'm if they have a You'll See It podcast. Let's start one. <laughs> okay. That's it for today's episode of the You'll Hear It podcast. For more information or to hear more of these podcasts, go to openstudionetwork.com slash podcast. 